spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. Alright guys, so um, first of all, like, this is a news episode, and we're going to get a little spoilery on, on all given fronts. Um, a- anything that uh, Warner Brothers is putting out in terms of uh, DC properties being brought to film and television, it, we might get a little spoilery on some of that, um, or all of that. Um, first Never off, though, I want to say that, well, yeah, we can, but, um, I wanted to, I, I wanted to apologize. We kind of had like a huge boost in numbers and then we think it may have been an issue with one of the podcatchers just downloading like 45 episodes for a number of people. Um, yeah. my girlfriend Bethany had that issue. It's just with the generic, like Apple podcatchers. As as we I think know. we really have trouble tracking down exactly what that is. Cause frankly, we're not Apple users. Uh, you know, I'm sorry other half of the world but right uh, that's not what we're used to so we, we're we're uh we're in the other camp but um yeah if if that happened to you sorry about that we kind of we looked at the boost of the numbers and thought no 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 there's no way that's right yeah I, I was really excited because you know you never know when you know the right person might find you and throw you up somewhere and kind of yeah. get a big boost you get a little so i was excited for a minute mm-hmm. and um I had no reason to distrust it, and then I was hanging out with Bethany, and she was like, yeah, so I opened up my podcatcher, like, yesterday, and it downloaded, like, 45 episodes at once. <laughs> and I went, "Oh man. So, reason prevailed. We looked at it very briefly. Uh, logic won the day, and we realized that uh, the, our, our bump in numbers was uh, probably false. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we can, yeah, like we, said, we think to it's have... the generic podcast option. If, by the way, if it happened to anybody and you want to just like send us a quick little note saying, yeah, I had this and it happened to me, we'd love to know exactly how that happened so it doesn't happen anymore. Right. Um, we want you to have 45 episodes of us to download when you right. choose to. Right. So, Not when your phone um, decided so. We did. We had about 10 times more than we generally do, 10 times more downloads, which is kind of great because it kind of gave us an idea of if of how many people are listening, which is not a really a thing podcasts are able to do most of the time. Yeah, podcast numbers are <laughs> insane. It, it's hard to keep track of. Yeah, but um, it kept going for days and days, though. So, I mean, yeah, it's weird. I, I think it's settled as of now. Everything got back yeah. to the baseline that we were used to. Yeah, it, it definitely has gotten back to the baseline I'm used to. But, um, yeah. but yeah, if you guys would, like, email us at dconscreen at gmail.com, um, just let us know if if you want to, if you feel like it. You can you can also email us for any other reason. But 
we would kind of like to know what exactly went down. Um, that said, uh, that's we our, move our on to some news. A glimpse of our feudal battle against the internet. Right. Uh, now there there was a uh, there's a bit of news that I was I, I didn't get into and I'd forgotten that uh, it was posted. Uh, Christopher Christopher White sent it to us and um, it was really sad news. George Barris, the guy that uh, created the Batmobile for the uh, 1966 Batman series, mm-hmm. he died uh, last week. That's all. That's all. He was 89 years old. Um, this is the guy that he also did the. Uh, like the funeral home on wheels for the monsters. He did the uh, the car for the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, he did. He made created Night Rider. Right. Yeah. I he mean, was a he was a, a this big is legend. Yeah. This is a I legend. Mean, uh, and you know, I I don't know the other uh, genres well enough to to pick. I, I don't know the other shows well enough. But we do know Batman well enough to say like his that, that was a seminal design for the Batmobile. Pretty much everything yep. since had something to do with where they got that. It, you can you can sit there and mm-hmm. kind of draw out. How how it all morphed over time. I I will say this. I have probably I, I I am actually having trouble counting how many versions of this Batmobile I have laying around my house. Right. Like just from one spot that you could turn your head and count. Right. I, I mean I have a number of like the micro machine versions of it. I have mm-hmm. like some slightly bigger like, Matchbox versions. I don't, I don't, I've got so many versions. A couple of, of Happy Meal versions hanging around there. It is one of my favorite all time cars. Uh, the mm-hmm. Batmobile, um, and I'm not talking about just any Batmobile. I'm talking about specifically his Batmobile. So, right. um, I don't know, man. Give it up for him, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> um, also, I, I, uh, we had a little, uh, <laughs> we kind of shuffled some news around mid episode, and I just forgot a thing. Um, <laughs> I just skipped right over it. Like I was, I have like a list, and I go in order of that list that I'm looking at. And Jason right. mentioned a thing, and I went, oh, "Okay, we'll go ahead and talk about that." And yeah. then I that meant skipping. So anyway, uh, Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, I don't know, is going to be voicing Fiennes. Alfred. Is going to be voicing Alfred, and Mariah Carey is voicing the mayor of Gotham City in the Lego Batman movie. So that's happening. Oh, cool. So that was last week. Um, now let's get into this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justice now we League. do our actual job. What, eight minutes into the show? Right. Um, <laughs> Chris White sent us this, actually. Uh, Justice League is going to start shooting in the first or second quarter of 2016, and they're mm-hmm. shooting in the UK. Um, there is also apparently a report, and this is just a rumor, by the way, but there's a report that is saying that Mira, the Queen of Atlantis, is going to be showing up first in Justice League. She's actually going to be in there. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. That is surprising, but that's yeah, surprising. I'll take it. But yeah, I'll take it. Um, so that's you not, remember a couple? That's not who they're talking hmm. about for Nicole Kidman, right? No. Okay. They were thinking. No, the, she's going to be Apollo, in Wonder Woman. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, making sure. Now, do do you remember? Speaking of rumors, do you remember? A couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about that ridiculous rumor that uh, Ben Affleck was actually playing Deathstroke, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that theory said that Christian Bale was actually still Bruce Wayne in that in the in the timeline. This was actually secretly going to be a Christopher Nolan thing, and uh, Christian Bale was asked about it, and um, he says it's absolutely not happening. He says he hasn't kept up with it. He's removed himself from everything. He doesn't. He hasn't. He, he says he's. A, he actually said, "I'm oblivious to it." Right. <laughs> Well, so. I mean, what other, what else could he do? Like, why would he be keeping tabs on it? He's not, you know, poor guy. He's not relevant to this process anymore. Just move on. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, he wasn't relevant to Batman anyway. 
He was not. So, that was not our bat. We've expressed this several times. We have. Now, uh, Wonder Woman began production on the 11th of uh, this month, November. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to try to say this name correctly, <laughs> but I'm probably not going to. You're not. We're terrible at this. Just shoot. Uh, Said Tagmawi. Oh, uh, he's a. I, ha- I haven't even seen that name written down, and I guarantee it's wrong, because there's no way we got something that complicated right. Well, I listened to a pronunciation of it like five or six times. Okay. So you <laughs> sat there and like practiced this. That's the only way I would it, have any faith. And then wrote it down phonetically, and I'm probably still wrong. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh. He's a French actor. He's a French actor, and he is working on Wonder Woman. And apparently, mm. he, it looks like he's going to be a big deal on the thing, because he, he, he leaked some uh, Wonder Woman set pictures. And it's like him and Steve Trevor, and they're like in World War II gear, and... It looks very cool, and um, they also they they took pictures of the uh, like the actor chairs, you know, and it was like his, and then like Chris Pines, and then Gal Gadot. So hmm. they're all three together, um, and they did an interview with him though, and they said uh, after just having finished shooting Infiltrator, you're you've already hopped onto your next project, uh, Wonder Woman. What role will you be playing? He says I'll be playing a superhero, but details are still under wraps. I can't tell you much. And they said, how did you get the role? He says, hard work, luck. I was among hundreds of potential candidates, and I slowly became the favorite. It wasn't easy. It took me three months. And they asked him what process he'll be going through and what kind of preparation. Uh, And he says, I'll have to go through extensive physical training. Shooting is scheduled to begin in November, and it will take about six months in four different countries. So, I mean, I I don't know who he could be playing. I looked at him, and he just kind of, well, he kind of looks very Tony Stark to me. Mm. He's got a beard. I could see that. <clears throat> now, did you look him up? Yeah, yeah, I had to um I had to get an eye on him. I've never heard of this guy in my life. Um he could kind of he could go a couple ways. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. I'm trying to get some idea of who I think maybe, but uh, not really. Honestly, there's really not gonna, much coming to mind, right? I mean, it's going to kill me if he if he's like Vandal Savage. <laughs> now, he said he was going to be a superhero yeah, right? or a supervillain. He said superhero. And you had to go through extensive physical training, which. But I will say it, though, you will have to. I looked at the actual, the like the actual article, and what I just read was all translated from French. Huh. So he may have said super person, or it might be a Michael Shannon type of thing where everyone's a superhero, just loosely. Yeah. I, right, I, I so, don't know. Um, I got nothing. I mean, he doesn't look like anybody in particular. Doesn't, nothing just stands out. You know, you want to say maybe he's got he's got a dark enough uh, textures to him. You maybe want to say like a Shazam or something, but it's just not. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my guess, being that it's from Wonder Woman, is he might be Ares. See, Ares would make sense, but he did say hero, and I'm almost sure a rough yeah. translation would have a different. Mm-hmm. Uh, French isn't that damn different. Yeah. All right. Settle down, linguists. So... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you got, have you, have you actually looked at, you know, like the little poster sections in your, in, in like retail stores and stuff like, yeah. like Walmart and Target and whatnot. Yeah. Have you looked in yeah. those recently? No. They've got Batman v Superman posters out now. Oh, do they seriously? They really do. And I, I saw a bunch of links now for pre-orders of shirts. Yes. And I was going to get to that. Um, you can go to Merchoid, M-E-R-C-H-O-I-D. They have four different, uh, t-shirts are available. Um, a couple of them look really cool. A couple of them don't. I'll let you be the, the you know, the judge you, of those shirts. You guess which one Dave's referred to. Yeah. Guess. Guess, bitches. You'll get nothing <laughs> if you guess right. I'm just throwing that out there now. <laughs> no, this you is won't a no-win situation. 
<laughs> if this wasn't a DC podcast, I'd uh, I'd offer the the famed Marvel no prize. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I think I the Batman ones you like though. I think I know. Okay. Maybe that's a uh, mostly because looking at these four, it seems clear that two of these are good and two of them are bad. So. <laughs> Maybe that's it too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious now. Which ones do you think I don't like? I, I got. I gotta go. I gotta bet you're 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 thinking the plain ones are the ones that are good. The the, the what logo. What do you mean by plain ones? Well, the the Batman Superman like the the ones that don't have demon and false god on them. Okay. Yeah. I was assuming that's those are the ones accurate. you weren't as excited about. Um. <sighs> Actually, I do like the one that says "False God" on it. It's okay. It's okay. Specifically, not, if you don't like these four shirts, there will be about four uh, million yeah. variations out yeah. there in no time. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, I, I I like the the I like the Superman one that says "False God," mm-hmm. and I like the um the one that's like a, a, an old boxing promo that says "The Gotham oh, yeah. Guardian Batman versus Superman: The Last Kryptonian." Yeah, that's pretty. Or the good. Last Son of Krypton, or whatever. I like that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, all right, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's the. The merch train is really uh, is really rolling. Got some steam behind it. So uh. now beware when you do certain things as far as Merchville goes. Um, mm-hmm. You know your shirts and your hats and all that. It's, it's not going to come into play. Here's what gets you when you start buying toys and Lego sets. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even look at Lego sets when the movie like this is coming out because there are spoilers in those motherfuckers. Right, there really is. They don't they don't have their shit together as far as who puts out what when. Yeah, they don't. Like they'll they'll put out something based on Act Three or Four that's a big twist in the series, and you know, hey, I want to go see the movie. Yep. Um. Yeah. Specifically, the Legos are pretty bad about it. They are. And sorry, I got a little distracted. Christopher White sent me something mm-hmm. just now. Oh. Um. And we were going to actually talk about this, so I guess we'll go ahead and talk about it real quick. Uh, Ezra Miller was talking about how his Flash will be different, and he didn't really talk about how his Flash will be different per se. He just said that his he made some pun about how his Flash is multidimensional, and everyone's trying to make that out to be like there's going to be like a um, like a crossover between him and Grant Gustin, or uh, but Charles Roven said there's no plans to do that at this time, so I wouldn't worry about that. Um, yeah, flipper hands, but. The question, though, was more or less about how, like, you know, what they're going to do with the character. And Chris says, I knew this would be a problem. The the creators of this movie are going to have an uphill battle trying to make The Flash interesting. I couldn't agree with him more. Um, Grant Gustin's killing it. They're going to have to do something really funky, something really different. And I kind of don't want to see that either because I want to see traditional Flash in the Justice League. Right. Um, Of course, the multidimensional comment, though, was Ezra Miller was talking about, like, how his character he wants his character to have layers right uh, he, he you know he does and not, then laughs at his own joke yeah he's not gonna be a pandimensional anything right. uh, it's no no guys i'm very sorry i roven's been very specific about it they've they've come down hard on on that idea slightly um not intentionally mm-hmm. but you know you say something in, in an interview and by the time the headlines are done it looks like that but it, they really they're not that's not on the plate man it's not on the plate right now at least it's not on the plate right now but then again if you go back to that same Charles Roven interview, he pretty much says that they don't have a game plan. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're, don't get me wrong. Things are going to shift, and mm-hmm. the, the whatever layout they think they have right now will not be the final one. It's just period. And it's not going to happen. It's going to be based a lot on sales. It's going to be. Ba- I mean, as soon as BBS comes out, they're going to they're going to do so many focus groups, armies of focus groups to ask what who did what which character came off better and. 
Mm-hmm. Because as much as we would all like this to just be a really creative, wonderful way of seeing all the characters we love, there's a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they'll poll and they'll do their algorithms. And Speaking of it being a business, um, Suicide Squad is going to be a PG-13 movie. A lot of people were disappointed this week when that came out. Uh, people have been complaining because they thought it was going to be an R-rated movie. Right, right. Uh, to that, I say you are delusional. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are delusional. You are, your head is up your own ass if you thought that that was going to be an R-rated movie. Now, they're saying <laughs> it's going to be a hard PG-13. Yeah, It's going to be a hard PG-13. Yeah, gonna a hard PG-13. They're going to like push the limits on the PG-13. But, I mean, you know. The people I, are having real – here's why I, I, I'm not – trying to be as hard on everyone about that like we were told stuff like oh there's an onset therapist and you know jared leto's sending dead pigs to people or something a lot of news coming out where it it looked like well maybe they're gonna go kind of dark yeah well they're gonna go as dark as they can and still keep all the people they need in those seats this was never going to be a movie where it was just going to be 18 and up guys they need the 13 year old money as bad as they need anything else yeah i i i the more they tried to tell me how awful this was going to be, and like, oh man, Leto, we never met Leto, we only met the Joker, blah, blah, right. blah. And Joker sending dead rats to people, and I don't, I don't know. Or Leto sending whatever, I don't know. Video I, the of more him I hear, pig? I don't, I don't understand. The more shit I hear about that, the less I expect of it, honestly. Like, I'm just, you know, you're just trying to amp it up so much that it's going to be so dark. I'm like, and what was the one thing that everyone bitched about with Man of Steel? That it was too, too dark. dark. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, it's it's not don't get me wrong, this is gonna be a movie that is uh I think it's I think they're gonna go for psychological thriller is what they're trying to shoot for. Because mm-hmm. you can do that. I mean as mm-hmm. long as you don't show certain things on screen, you can kind of deal with a lot more subject matter than you would think. Or mm-hmm. um you know, say for instance, our one of our favorite things, right? Killing joke. One sure. of the great arguments uh, people still go back and forth about whether he actually sexually assaults Barber. It's a perfectly good example of like leaving it in there where if that's how you read it, that's how you read it. But mm-hmm. and you can go that way and you can it can be that dark for you, but somebody else can read it and not think that happened and you know, live yeah. without that image in them in their head for the rest of their lives. The whole thing becomes a very yeah, the whole thing becomes a very interesting uh psychological test for yourself. Yeah, it does. Because when you actually go back and look at it and realize they don't really actually say that, you're right. like, well, well, I'm really messed up. Right. Now you're very worried <laughs> about yourself at that point. And, you know, possibly rightfully so, I'm not sure. More f- oh, further man. testing would be required, but no, so it's also is... not a death nail though to me. It it right. doesn't mean they can't make a perfectly good, absolutely fucked up movie. Doesn't mean they can't. It just means they're not going to yeah. show you certain things. Right now, okay, just, I'm one of those that think that he did molest her. Mm-hmm. So I just want to go back and and just you know, put in a couple points for me not being crazy <laughs> or really messed up. He stripped her naked. We actually saw Barbara Gordon's nipple in this thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying. That suggests something to me. There's there's evidence in, in your favor, no doubt. <laughs> so there's some Aquaman news. Um, David Leslie Johnson has been uh, tapped to write Aquaman. Uh, he has previously written Wrath of Titans and Red Riding Hood. I haven't seen either of those. I know nope. Wrath of Titans looked boring, so I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I had not even heard of either one of them. Way out of that loop. Yeah, so uh, that's who's writing Aquaman, guys. And um, let's just jump right over to our almost completely bare television news section. Mm-hmm. Um, Not even a Mel could help this week. Yeah, we are we are recording on Monday night. 
So Supergirl is actually playing right now, but they swapped it because of the um, the Paris uh, terrorist attacks. It's going right. to be episode five, Livewire, and episode four, How Does She Do It, will run next week on the twenty third. Is it going to um, be next week? Did they just decide to give it one yeah. week's breath? Yep. Okay. They did. Um, over for Gotham, uh, B.D. Wong has shown some pictures. It looks like uh, him as Hugo Strange. He's got the uh, he's got the Hugo Strange goatee. He basically just looks like an Asian Hugo Strange. That's really all he looks like. Yeah. He's bald. He's got the little beard. And you know, if it wasn't for seeing the character in so many iterations, I mean, I guess he could have been Asian all along. I don't know. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> he's always got those glasses that like cover his eyes. So right. I don't know. I don't know if there's a real uh, line of demarcation here. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it Just bothered like me one way or the other, man. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, well, like I, a lot of people are very upset about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it really of all bothers the things people. to get upset about on Gotham right now. Come on, leave BD Wong alone. Right, right. You have bigger I'm, problems. I'm sitting here going, uh, well, I mean, you know, it doesn't really bother me that Hugo Strange is Asian so much as he's. Raising people from the dead. Right. It, it bothers but, me that death know. has no meaning in Gotham. That It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it bothers me that the show is so bad. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not going to do oh. a Gotham. I, seriously, like, it, I'm, I'm hoping Barbara can't be saved. I'm hoping they willed her away and that she was too far gone. Mm-hmm. And I would have to personally enter the fictional universe of this show, dismember her, and take her part, parts to the far corners of the earth to feel better about this. Right. That's the only uh, thing that well, would comfort me that like I, that I wouldn't be seeing her at some point. I've got some news for you, buddy. Regeneration may be may be a permanent thing in in Gotham. Of course. Why wouldn't uh, it? Why wouldn't it? Michelle Michelle Gomez from Doctor Who is <laughs> officially coming on board Gotham as someone right. called the Lady. Uh, they I, I think it was going to end up being Lady Vic. They kind of said she's the Lady right now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were scripting her as that or Lady Vic. Or at least that it was supposed to reference Lady. Anyway, it's just a British assassin, British, British mercantile assassin. Yeah, I'm on board. I like her. Yeah, she's doing fine. I like her a lot. Not going to lie. She's fun on Doctor Who. She, it took me a second to get used to her. I, I didn't really get mm. used to her until like the second time I saw her. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. She, she, just, <laughs> she, she chewed a lot of scenery. I kind of had to settle back and let it happen. She was. She oh, was, man, I'm she, an old school Star Trek fan. I, I can get behind the, the scene chewing. No, that's fine. Get some Ricardo Montalban going in there. Right. I mean, at the time, yeah, I had man. Capaldi over there balancing her perfectly. I got oh, used yeah. to it. Just took a second. Now, she'll probably be awful in Gotham, because everyone's awful in Gotham, except That's for Bullock. not true. Except for Bullock. No. We have picked out several people that we didn't think were majorly the problem. Okay. All right. Damn. It's, okay. We like, just, we like Robin Lord Taylor. Yeah. Well, we like several people, depending on what they're doing. But last we week's do. episode was just <laughs> deliberately See, that's poor. What it was willfully yeah, that's bad. That's what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Depending on what they're doing. The show just doesn't have them doing anything very interesting. Well, it sure as hell didn't last week. No, it didn't last week. And I, well, I guess we're about to find week. out what's happening this right. week. I don't know. <laughs> you got anything else? No, no. Because I'm done. I got nothing. I, I think I'm spent. Go sign the Constantine petition. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. <laughs> a worthwhile cause. Make my dreams come true. Oh, man. Well, we are DC on screen, and we mm-hmm. are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Um, you might be hearing from us a little more in the coming weeks um, because Netflix is about to drop Jessica Jones. It's going to be a huge, huge uh, 
there's going to be a huge project going on over the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and uh, we might be popping over there. So to help out with reviewing Jessica Jones, because we're sure as hell going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So we might be doing some cross-promotional things there in the coming weeks. Um, if you'd like to uh, subscribe to us, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on DCOnScreen.com. You can find every episode. Um, be sure to give us some five-star ratings and reviews over on iTunes and Stitcher because it really does help. It does help us uh, get out there. And um, if you would like to check out the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, our sister show, go check out um, Matt Randall and uh, bleh, Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at MCUcast.com. We'll be back next week, of course, with our what? What is it? Four or five episodes? However many the hell we do now. And uh, until that time, <laughs> and counting, damn you, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're about to have you know in about three weeks we're going to have some off time so <laughs> until then keep some DC on your screen spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from 1999 find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.